It's time to screw the norms. To fit in, we often hide what's on our minds, who we really are, or who we want to be, or even what we want to do. But now you're having the right conversations. Here, we'll talk about sex, relationships, and mental health, and how they interact with each other and so many other aspects of life. Shame can't survive when we're honest and curious with each other and ourselves. It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. You've probably figured this out by yourself by now, but if you own a vulva, did you know that there is a three in five chance that having penetrative sex doesn't result in an orgasm? Enter Zumio. <laughs> Zumio is a one-of-a-kind toy with the sole purpose of providing a unique, stimulating experience. And guess what? It doesn't even vibrate. It rotates with a concentrated pinpoint energy that allows you to control how and where you use it. There are four different models specifically designed for your personal intensity preferences. And Zumio is great for vulva mapping and exploring the rest of your body, whether that is solo or with a partner. Check out www.myzumio.com Rachel. That's R-A-C-H-E-L for a special discount for the Right Conversations listeners and take control of your orgasms today. Hello, my friends. I am just thrilled to be back with you. This is episode four, and today we are having a conversation about my journey into non-monogamy. Why are we talking about this today? Uh, because <laughs> almost every time I do an AMA or I am speaking somewhere or I'm out to dinner with a new person or I'm getting drinks with a new person, I get asked, so how did you get into non-monogamy? or some version of that question. And I have told this story a handful of times in different workshops here and there, but I wanted to have um, an episode about it because frankly, if so many people are asking about it, there are even more people who haven't asked who are interested, right? When we get asked questions, it is just scratching the surface of how many people actually have that question. So today we're going to talk about my journey into non-monogamy. And I just want to caveat this with everyone's journey is different. And if you're monogamous and you are listening to this, great, because I was monogamous a lot longer than I've been non-monogamous. And that's another assumption, right, that people have made is like, oh, all of your content is for non-monogamous folks. Nope, that's not true. I was monogamous and worked with many, many monogamous couples. In fact, probably more over the course of my career as a therapist and coach. Um, probably more monogamous couples than non-monogamous couples just because of the, you know, mononormative society that we grow up in. So... I want to quickly interrupt this episode to talk about my latest project with Best Self Co. If you don't already know, Best Self Co. is a brand with a range of simple yet meaningful tools that help people achieve their goals, be more productive, and create positive change in their life. 
I've had the pleasure of working with Best Self Co. on a few projects, the latest being their brand new Intimacy After Dark deck. This 150 card conversation deck is a tool for talking about and exploring sex to bring more connected intimacy into your life. The deck was designed with all relationship structures in mind and includes a conversation framework adapted and approved by me that guides you through consensual and comfortable conversations about sex. Best Self was so kind to provide a code to my listeners so that you can get your hands all over the Intimacy After Dark deck before it's gone. Use the code Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, during checkout at bestself.co and get 30% off the new Intimacy After Dark deck. That's bestself.co and code Rachel for 30% off the new After Dark deck. I want to thank Best Self Co. for being one of today's podcast sponsors. Now, back to our conversation. All right, let's get into my journey into non-monogamy. Um, it's an interesting one. I, I will start by saying that I experience non-monogamy as an orientation. So what does that mean? I experience it similar to the way I experience my sexual orientation. So I identify as queer. I'm attracted to people of all genders across the spectrum. And queer is the word that feels best to me as a, as a label. And just as much as I am queer, I am non-monogamous. I practiced monogamy for a very long time, mostly successfully, sometimes unsuccessfully, which we'll get into. Uh, but I experienced non-monogamy as an orientation. So when people say, oh, the choice, like your lifestyle choices, I don't experience it that way. Now, there are plenty of people that I know, that I love, that I've worked with, that do not experience it that way. They experience it as a pure choice. I could be monogamous. I could be not monogamous. I could really go either way. You know, just, it's a choice. For me, it is not. If, if I were to go uh, back to before I started practicing non-monogamy, it would feel completely out of alignment with who I am. And I know that I would absolutely... Uh, not do well <laughs> because it's not who I am. So let's talk about who I am and what the deal is with this. How did I figure all this out? Well, the story starts in 2003. Yes. In fact, the exact date is June 18th, 2003. I was almost almost 15 years old. My birthday is uh, September, September 17th. And so I was always the, I like, I turned the age that I was supposed to be in the grade uh, when school started, you know, like most people are 17, their senior year of high school and turn 18 while they're still there. I turned 17 when the year started. And then I turned 18 when college started, like right at that cusp. So it was summer after my freshman year of high school, and I was almost 15. I was already in a long-term relationship over six months with a guy at school, 
uh, who I met in choir because, you know, choir and drama were <laughs> what I did. Shocking. Uh, and my family loved this guy. Uh, there were some like, you know, he's three years older than you. Like, what's going on here? Is he like a creeper? No, he was just one of the most lovely humans. And truly, everyone in my family really, really um, grew to, to love this person. And he was a part of our family. He went on a cruise with us. Like, he, he was amazing. Um, let's call him Herbert for this episode. I'm writing it down so I don't forget. Let's call him Herbert. So I was dating Herbert. And we were sexually active at this point. Um, I Virginity is a construct. So I don't even want to like, we can talk about that more later. But it's important to know we were sexually active. Okay. So that's Herbert. Six plus month relationship. Family loved him. Da da da. All right. Now, at the same time, I had a huge crush on another guy at school. Let's call him Joe. And Joe was also in choir. Joe was also in drama. Joe played piano and guitar and had a beautiful, beautiful voice. And I had I had a very large internal struggle. So I'm going to read you an entry from my diary uh, from June 18th, 2003, which apparently was a Wednesday because I wrote that down <laughs> at 11.37 p.m. because, you know, 14, almost 15. And the diary entry goes like this. The honeypot is more than the products in your bathroom cabinet. It's embracing that time of the month. It's staying balanced through the ups and downs, good sex and bad sex. It's exploring, it's learning, it's plant-derived. Powered by herbs and science, the first complete personal care system to get you what you need when you need it. Check out The Honeypot at Target, Walmart, Walgreens, and on thehoneypot.co. You can enter code RACHEL20, that's R-A-C-H-E-L-2-0, for 20% off your first Honeypot order on thehoneypot.co. Dear Diary, OMG. So much to talk about as life gets more confusing. Well, let's start off with a couple days ago. Joe, I guess, has had a thing for me since before me and Herbert were dating. Well, he came over last night and he laid down on my bed and I used him as my pillow and I laid with him. Well, we kissed. No, we made out. He kind of was feeling me up a little too. I like him. I mean, I always have. But anyway, he wants to do more this summer and tomorrow. I'll let you know what happens, okay? I'm thinking about breaking up with Herbert, not just for Joe, but for me too. I don't know if I'm ready for a long-term relationship like this. It's scary. God, I keep picturing last night with Joe. I was in pure heaven. Well, I gotta go. I love you though. Don't tell anyone my secret. Oh God, I just want to hug this little girl. So having feelings for two people and wanting to explore 
this physical attraction and, and magnet that I was feeling with Joe put in my teenage brain, I don't know if I'm ready for a long-term relationship like this. Now, hindsight, what I really was saying is, I don't know if I'm monogamous and I don't know if I want to be in a monogamous relationship at almost 15. But there was no other way that I knew of to be in a relationship. And I loved Herbert. I loved him so much. And I didn't understand why I couldn't stay with this man that I loved and see what it felt like to make out with this other cute guy who came over and played piano and hung out with me. So the story continues. Flash forward two days, June 20th, 2003, for those of you keeping a timeline track. And I had penetrative sex with Joe while I was still in a relationship with Herbert. So let me read you the entry. It's Friday, 6 p.m. Dear Diary, I'm so confused. I am still in love with Herbert but I did it with Joe today. And oh my God, it was incredible. I cannot tell Herbert. He would kill me and then go kill Joe. But I'm still in love with Herbert. His parents are coming over for dinner tonight. This is gonna be so awkward. Help me, please. What do I want? Do I want a relationship? Help me. Luanda Massager is a woman-founded luxury vibrator brand that brings unparalleled quality to a notoriously sketchy industry. Luanda originated as one hell of a classic wand, all the power you could want with an award-winning design to match, and has now become a full line of best-in-class, heart-pounding, hair-raising toys designed with pleasure in mind for all bodies. Take 25% off your order at lawandmassager.com using code Rachel Wright. <sighs> Again, I just want to hug her. It makes me want to cry. So while I truly only quote unquote cheated by our societal definition twice in my life, this being one of them, I definitely blurred boundaries of what was allowed outside of a romantic relationship because I didn't understand intrinsically why there were these rules to begin with. I was always touchy with my friends. I mean, I was a theater kid. We like piled on top of each other all the time. And I was very outgoing and loved meeting new people. And I would get in trouble for quote unquote flirting when I was simply being myself. I cannot tell you how many relationships from 14 on, why were you flirting with that person? I was not, I was being me. I was, I'm not interested in that person. I didn't understand these rules and I wanted a relationship. I didn't want restrictions. And it's not like I wanted my cake and eat it too. That's not what this was. This is, I wanted to be with Herbert and I wanted to explore my, my sexuality. I didn't have those words because I was almost 15 years old, but I didn't understand why I couldn't think someone was cute and want to see what it was like to, to touch them and still love this person. And after I had 
actually had sex with this other person and I still loved Herbert and I totally wanted to have sex with Joe again. Do you see how looking back, it was very clear I was wired for non-monogamy. So over the next eight years from then, I was a serial monogamist. I jumped from relationship to relationship, creating so much more pain for myself and for the people I was dating. And if you are one of the people that I dated during that time and you happen to be listening to this, I am very sorry. I really did cause so much more pain than what was needed for any of us. And it's because I didn't know. I didn't know that there was this thing called non-monogamy. I had no idea. So in order to explore my sexuality, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm queer. So in order to explore my sexuality and sexual orientation, I broke up with multiple people of multiple genders simply because I thought I couldn't date more than one person at a time. I stayed in relationships I didn't want to be in anymore just to not hurt the other person, but always had deep relationships with multiple people, always, even though I only technically, quote unquote, cheated two times. The analogy that I like to use is that it's like I was at a buffet in Las Vegas themed food from all around the world. And someone was like, yeah, but you can only eat the food from this country. You got to commit to this country for six months before you can try the other country's food. Otherwise, you're a big slut. You can try other foods, but you cannot try them at the same time. You got to commit to one, try it, then leave it and try the next one. You absolutely cannot put chicken chow mein and enchiladas on the same plate. Otherwise, you're a whore. That's what it felt like to me. Like all of these options were in front of me. And yet I was told, pick one. And I didn't understand why. And here's the thing. I grew up in a very liberal home. I had both in school and private sex ed. And I didn't learn what non-monogamy was until I was in a class called relationship therapy in my master's program. In my master's program, I was getting a degree, a master's degree in clinical psychology to become a therapist when I learned what non-monogamy was. And I remember sitting in that class thinking, holy fucking shit. That's me. This is an option. There are people who do this and they're happy and the other people are consenting and want to do it too. So very shortly after that, I met Kyle. And for those of you who don't know or are newer around here, uh, Kyle and I, <laughs> uh, we got married and he is the person that I have been with the longest out of my three primary partners. Um, on our very first date, we had a conversation about non-monogamy and we talked about our sexual orientations. We talked about um, everything, literally everything. It was one of the most incredible days of my life. And we both knew that we wanted to not be monogamous at some point. 
but we knew we decided we knew and decided that at the beginning of our relationship, we wanted to be monogamous and we wanted to just like take the time to get to know each other, like really get to know each other, figure it out. And we would check in over the years, like, Hey, how about now? No. Hey, how about now? No. And check in and check in and check in. And finally, uh, right after we moved to New York, we quote unquote pulled the trigger on practicing non-monogamy and it set me free. It truly, truly set me free. In the very first episode of this podcast, we talked about how to talk about sex and other intense topics with your partner. And I mentioned working with a company that I love and have partnered with called Best Self Co. They're the company that I created the Intimacy After Dark deck with. Well, I love the team over there. And as a thank you for listening to this podcast, we are combining forces to give one lucky listener per episode a free Intimacy After Dark deck. What do you have to do to enter? Visit bestself.co slash Rachel. Plus, don't forget that they are offering all my listeners 30% off the new After Dark deck. Again, visit bestself.co and use promo code Rachel. So in December of 2019, I reread that diary that I read you those uh, entries from. And I cried and cried and cried and cried. It was really, really an intense emotional experience to read this young woman who was in so much pain and was so confused. And I made this list of things that I wanted to set myself free from that day. And I want to share it with you. I wrote today, I set myself free. I set myself free from actions that I took that hurt other people because I thought that monogamy was the only option. I set myself free from lying to my parents. I was 14 and 34 all at the same time. I set myself free from judgment, any and all, from guilt, from shame, from apologizing for things that aren't my fault, for apologizing for who I am. I set myself free from keeping parts of myself secret. I set myself free from keeping parts of myself secret to make other people more comfortable. I set myself free from apologizing for expressing my true thoughts and feelings. I set myself free from my family's potential and past judgments or quote unquote concerns. And finally, I set myself free from my own inner bitch who has absolutely nothing nice to say. So if you're tracking timeline, December of 2019, just a few months later, the pandemic hit. March of 2020, COVID-19. And that is when Kyle and I met Yair and Ashley. Once I came out and accepted who I was, both as a polyamorous, non-monogamous person and a queer person, I met the two people that I didn't know I was waiting for. And I never in a million years thought that Kyle and I would find a couple we wanted to date together, let alone then do life with and change our entire relationship structure 
to be a four-person family. That was so not on my radar and <laughs> so not what I thought. So between the time that Kyle and I, quote unquote, pulled the trigger and uh, we met Yair and Ashley, you know, I, I dated a few people. Um, I had some sex adventures and, you know, then the pandemic hit and we met Yair and Ashley and we dated them exclusively because of COVID. So we were essentially like polymonogamous. You know, the four of us were not dating outside of the four of us. Um and it was just recently that we all started getting back on dating apps for various different purposes and reasons. Um, but that's my journey. That's how, that's my journey into non-monogamy. And I hope that it's helpful to hear. I hope that it's interesting to hear. I, If you have questions, please let me know. Um, yeah. Thank you for being here with me today and having this conversation. And uh, I appreciate you. Bye, friends. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together.